Welcome to the Lost Tapes of History podcast. You're about to eavesdrop on the first 10 minutes of a private conversation between a Tudor personality and, frankly, someone just trying to do their job. The date is May 1537. King Henry VIII wants a son and an heir. Newly married Jane has found out that she is pregnant and wants to make sure she does everything she can to bring the baby safely into the world. Hello, Mrs... Um... Tudor, I suppose. Just call me Jane. Hello, Jane. I'm Dr. Baker. Dr. Baker? Yes. Cue lots of jokes about buns in ovens. You're my midwife, are you? No, I'm your obstetrician. But my eyes are fine. Not optician, obstetrician. And what do you do, then? I have specialist qualifications in delivering babies in childbirth. Um... I provide medical care to women during pregnancy and sometimes afterwards as well. I don't understand. It's not just the health of the baby you have to look at, it's the health of the mum as well. Oh, I see. Because of complications and things. Exactly. But don't worry, I'm also a trained gynaecologist. That's what they all say. Pardon? Uh, nothing. So what's going to happen today? This is your first appointment, isn't it? Yes. So, I want to understand a bit about your general health and your pregnancy up to now. Okay. Identify any unhealthy lifestyles that might be harmful to you or the baby. Fine. Then we can look at how we can make them healthier. Stopping smoking, for example. Crumbs. And if we get time, we might do some routine tests just to check a few things as well, okay? Not like spelling. Not that kind of test. Oh, thank God. I want to check the baby's growth and position. Well, it's in my tummy. It's not likely to move anywhere else, is it? I shouldn't think so. Well, then. We'll also talk about how we can help you prepare for labour and the birth. At this point, I'd like to hire someone to do that bit for me. Ha! Yes. Uh, a lot of mums say that. I bet they do. They aren't joking. And then perhaps once you've had the baby, you can come back and we can talk about contraception or family planning. Well, I was planning on surviving this one first, if that's okay with you. Good idea. Shall we start? I have a few questions. Fire away. Okay, let's talk about your mother. Why? A lot of fertility health issues are inherited. Well, not mine. My parents had ten children. Ten is an achievement. They are famous for their fertility. Famous? High number of sons, you see. The first four were boys and then the fifth was a girl. Well, that's good. It runs in the family then. John, my father, was from a family of eight. Well, let's hope you go on to have just as many. But not all of my siblings are still alive. How's that? My eldest brother John died when he was a teenager, and my two youngest siblings, Marjorie and Anthony, died of the sweating sickness. Okay, but not as babies. I'm not overly concerned about that, really. Well, I am. I have a terror of illness. We'll come on to that. Now, your medical background. Any serious illnesses up to now? Only spinsterhood, if you can call that an illness. Mm, not really. Even my younger sister married before me. It's not a competition. 
I'd expected a little bit more interest from suitors, but my family was involved in a scandal involving my brother's wife, and people didn't want to connect to us after that. Okay, but... uh... There was a betrothal suggested to William Dormer, but it never happened. Right. But... I was starting to worry I'd be alone forever, that I'd be left on the shelf. Oh dear, but... Kept busy with needlework, walks and hunting trips at Wolf Hall instead. Lovely, but... That's when I met Henry, when he visited Wolf Hall to see my father. Ah, yes, your husband. This is his third child, isn't it? Yes. All queens know that their primary role is to provide their husband with an heir. Now it's my turn. Indeed. Now... His first wife, Catherine, had numerous pregnancies and they ruined her health and her figure... Don't worry about that now. Easy for you to say. Can we get back to... And then his second wife, Anne. Did you know she was my second cousin? No, I didn't. But... Henry's affair started in the latter months of Anne's first pregnancy. Really? Yes. When she couldn't physically give him what he wanted. Yes. A lot of men are unfaithful when their wives are pregnant. (laughs) I probably shouldn't have said that. Forget I said anything. And he was so romantic when we first met. Gave me a locket with his picture inside. Great. But... Anne was furious to see me wearing it and ripped it off my neck. So anyway... On the day of Catherine's funeral, Anne was a couple of months pregnant and had a miscarriage. She said it was because of me. And how's that? She said, See how well I must be since the day I caught that abandoned woman Jane sitting on your knees? Anne had caught Henry and I together. Well, at least you weren't caught in flagrante. That would have been awkward. Oh no! I was still a virgin at that point. Finally something useful I can write down. So you've only been with Henry? I made a conscious decision to be the exact opposite of Anne, the model Tudor woman. Well, I'd like you to be the model patient at the moment. I wore the English gable hood instead of the French hood that Anne wore. Jane? In her youth, Anne would have been much better looking than me, but at 35, with multiple pregnancies, she was starting to look a bit haggard. Jane? Rumours were flying around that Anne couldn't have any more children, and that Elizabeth was a changeling. (sighs) And then, of course, Anne was accused of adultery. Do you want to know a secret? I don't know. Do I? A queen is never alone. It would have been impossible for Anne to have committed adultery on so many occasions. Henry knew that. What? I had been one of her ladies until her arrest. I had full knowledge of what happened in Anne's household. Right. I'd know if the charges were real or not, but they never asked me to testify. I'm not sure I want to hear this. Anyway, Henry promised himself to me less than 24 hours after Anne was beheaded. Mm, Very romantic. We had to get a dispensation because Anne and I were so closely related. Again, let's... It took me six months to get what took Anne six years. Bet that wound her up. Jane, can we concentrate? I knew I'd have to be submissive and docile in order to stay his wife. My motto is, bound to obey and serve. And mine is, focus on the job in hand because a baby waits for no man. Mind you, only a week later, Henry was already sorry he'd rushed into marriage because he'd seen two beautiful women he liked the look of. Well, giving birth to a healthy child will keep him interested, Jane. Now... I don't spend a lot of time with Elizabeth, my stepdaughter, because of the link with Anne. She's only two. I don't think... The act of succession gives Elizabeth precedence over my own daughters. 
if I have any. Not at this rate. Mind you, if I don't have any sons, Henry will be succeeded by any sons from a subsequent wife. I thought Henry already had a son. An illegitimate one? Henry something? Henry Fitzroy? No, he died last year. Thank goodness. One less threat. I'm sure your motherly instinct will kick in any day now. I thought I was pregnant in the autumn of last year, but it was false. Ah, now this is relevant. By December last year, I was getting really anxious that I wasn't pregnant. That's common. My coronation was postponed until I could definitely say I was with child. Well, they probably just didn't want to stress you. I thought, is it Henry? He's getting on and in poor health. That's valid. I thought he might be impotent. And yet here we are. By late February this year, after a year of marriage, I realised I was finally pregnant. Congratulations. As you can see, I'm wearing an open lace gown to signify my status as a pregnant woman. We've also got a badge for public transport that you can wear. How did I suppose you get public transport? Henry is delighted, obviously. And is he looking after you? He has had some monasteries founded for the health of my soul. That wasn't quite what I meant. He's bought me a great bed with a bedstead, so I am more comfortable. Home birth, then? I'll note that down. <gasps> oh, I felt something then. Can I? Just here. Feel that? It's a quickening. A what? When you can feel the child move inside you for the first time. Honestly, I shouldn't have to tell you that. Well, it's definitely moving around. That's a good sign. Really? Oh, thank heavens. Have you had any unusual food cravings? Only quails. Perhaps the old cucumber. Quails? Yes. We ran out recently and I had to send for more. I said, make sure they're fat ones. Well, quail's okay. I just wanted to check it wasn't something like coal. Am I going to have to give up my hobbies? Depends on what they are. And remember, it's only temporary. I am an expert horsewoman and hunting is one of my favourite pursuits. No, I wouldn't recommend any hunting at all, or being near horses, really. They're temperamental. Oh. What about gardening? I'm very keen on that. I have my own gardener at Hampton Court. Then let him do all the heavy work and bending down, but otherwise, fine. What happens if the sweating sickness returns in the summer? What should I do? I would shut yourself off from visitors, reduce your staff numbers down to a bare minimum, put yourself into quarantine until it has passed. You can't risk it. Oh heavens, I shall pray too. Okay, so what are your preparations? Royal women take to their chamber about a month before the birth. I think a month is a bit extreme. You look like you're due in early October. That's right. How long will the birth actually take? Will it be quick? How long is a piece of string? It could take hours. It could take days. I don't think anyone has ever described it as quick. Oh, God. And afterwards... Oh, it's traditional for the Queen to announce the birth herself, so I've drafted the memo already. What? If it's a boy, we're going to call him Edward, after Henry's grandfather. It's a good name, isn't it? One thing at a time. Now, as I was saying, after the birth, you need to keep an eye out for puerperal fever. What? Also called childbed fever. It can kill a lot of women after childbirth. Can it? Before antibiotics, of course. How will I know I've got it? You'll have a fever. You'll be delirious. I suspect you'll be talking a lot less. Oh, God. 
You also need to make sure that a placenta is expelled by the womb. What? Otherwise it will get infected and you could die of that as well. Are you trying to be helpful by telling me all the different ways I could die? No, it's just that... You've been silent for most of this appointment. Well, you... I've been doing most of the talking. Yes, but... And now you're providing all this so-called helpful advice. Jane... And how many babies have you personally given birth to? Well, none, obviously, but... Really? How convenient. Well, now... Okay, well come back to me when you've grown a vagina and then we'll see what you have to say. Next time, it's Thomas Cromwell and the Liquidator. Isn't that a kitchen appliance? The Lost Text of History podcast is a Since 79 production. If you've enjoyed it, please leave us a review and subscribe to get more episodes. To fact-check what you've heard on this person, visit our website, losttapesofhistory.co.uk. You can also follow us on Twitter at Since79P and use the hashtag Lost Tapes of History. <laughs>